It's where you go to bike, hike, and stroll miles of pathways over more than 7,000 acres of parkland. A place to go explore rivers and fish their bountiful waters. Natural places to go marvel at magnificent wildlife while you play outdoors and go wander charming communities. Find all this and more at Destination Downriver. Give it a go. Hello everyone, welcome to this edition of the Destination Downriver podcast presented by our amazing friends at Market Insights. And we're coming to you live, well, today it's live. It's probably not live when you're listening to us, but we are coming to you from Downriver, which is Michigan's Southeast Gulf Coast. And we're so excited because that's exactly what we're gonna be talking about, the amazing opportunity for phenomenal golf throughout the Downriver region. Today's podcast, again, as I mentioned, is presented by our good friends at Market Insights, but it's also sponsored by Allegra in Wyandotte. And by the, with the generous support of our friends at Allegra Marketing, Print and Design in Wyandotte, you definitely wanna go there and see Greg for strategic marketing and print communication with measurable results. Let Allegra assist you with your print, mail, design, and signs. Greg and his team are located at 3557 Fort Street. That, again, is in the beautiful city of Wyandotte, and you can call them at 734-288-8994 and tell them that Destination Downriver, and of course, your host, Ron Henricks, brought you there. So my name is Ron, as I mentioned, and uh, I wear many hats in the community, but one of those is the host of the Destination Downriver podcast. I'm also the president of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, which is Downriver and Southern Wayne County's premier business membership organization. So I'm so excited today because I actually have a co-host, <laughs> my good friend and one of the uh, amazing leaders in our community who happened to hire me uh, about five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> so you can blame Kathy Kane, uh, who happens to be, uh, again, today's co-host. And Kathy, like, you wear a lot of hats, way more hats than I do. That's why I wear my in the community. That's why you, golf hat. Yeah, that's why you wore your golf hat, because you have so many hats. And one of them today is your golf hat. As a uh, avid golfer and somebody who has a lot, a lot of experience uh, golfing at many of the Downriver golf courses and country clubs throughout the region. And we have a lot of great guests with us today who are gonna be talking about some of those amazing opportunities to experience Michigan's Southeast Golf, golf Coast. <laughs> golf Coast, there we go. So Kathy, Thanks for co-hosting today. It's good to see you. Happy to be here. You know, I've at least got the outfit. I'm not saying that I'm an, I'm an avid golfer, but I'm not a great golfer. <laughs> so you can tell I'm definitely an, a golfer, right? Because this is what I wear on the golf course, and, <laughs> right? And, and that's what Kathy wears on the golf course. So you can tell who's the golfer on this podcast and who's the expert. Kathy, can you just take a moment to introduce yourself? And we know that you are the brand new executive director of the Trenton Education <laughs> Foundation. So huge round of applause for Kathy Kane. <laughs> yep, congratulations. But tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, you know, besides that, you know, I'm still working at, with my, my company, Market Insights, mm -hmm. and used to be the um, co-editor at the Trenton Trib. So we re retired in December for that uh, business. And so we're just taking off in other directions, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, liked golf, but uh, Jim Perry was actually uh, set to be on today, who's a an actual golf pro. Yeah. 
um, I have to take, I have to admit that I'm like the last person in my league for the women's golf league. <laughs> but the ladies love me because they make a lot of money on me at, at, the, at, the, at the banquet. So, but I, I, I do enjoy it and it's, I'm here for the social game. So, well, I am, I, I've been waiting for this day for a long time to have, to be able to say, I have a, a co-host and that is Kathy Kane. So I'm really excited. Thanks, Kathy, for uh, for being brave enough to uh, sit on camera with me <laughs> and do this podcast slash podcast today. But I think this is a great one, and you definitely chose the right podcast to be with us today. So I have this amazing opening that I'm going to go ahead and uh, and uh, read to everyone because it's all about Downriver as Southeast Michigan's Gulf Coast, and it's so exciting. So listen to this. You're going to love it. With more than 650 public golf courses in Michigan, our state is truly a golf mecca. What's even more inviting is that if you live in the southeast corner of Michigan, which we happen to live there in Downriver, driving miles upon miles to experience new and interesting golf courses isn't required since you live near our state's southeast golf coast. The Downriver region covers a 190 square mile area. Within that area, we have a ton of the state's most accessible, playable, and welcoming golf courses. And as I mentioned, we're going to be talking to many of those golf pros today, representing several of those courses. And with thanks to that proximity, our, our temperate weather in long summer days, there's plenty of time to get in a few extra rounds on several of these courses all in one day. So let's tee off Destination Downriver's podcast episode on Michigan's one and only Southeast Gulf Coast. How does that sound, Kathy? Sounds great. Let's do it, Ron. Let's do it. So I'm going to begin by introducing our amazing panel here. And I just want to say, before I introduce each individual, our panel and our esteemed guest host, Kathy Kane, are all terrific ambassadors for the entire Downriver area. And for this much beloved and often, dare I say it, for this uh, frustrating sport of golf. And, you know, it might be frustrating for me, but probably not so much for you guys. So uh, I'm excited to hear what you have to say today. And maybe you'll teach me a few things about this amazing sport that we love so much in the Downriver community, and that is golf. So I'm going to begin with Jan Newbles, who, Jan, you are the Park Support Specialist at Huron-Clinton Metro Parks. And you have been with the Metro Parks for almost 15 years all of them at Lake Erie Metro Park, which happens to be my favorite of them all. Mine too. So uh, <laughs> you, you, you told me once that I had good taste when we, were off, when we were off air, so I'd love to hear it when we're on you air. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so do you. Thank so, you. <laughs> so your current position is Park Operations Supervisor, and you've been actively involved in overseeing outings and leagues at Lake Erie Metro Park Golf Course for all of those 15 years. You've been golfing for over 30 years. Started very young. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. When you were maybe two. Very good. Oh, your brownie points are good. I tell you, I have good taste. Yeah, right. So, um, so now you wrote here that you're not very good, but you love the game. That can't be true. You no, for I'm golfing not very over good, 30 but years. I do love yeah. the game. Oh, that's good. Well, it's great to have you, Jan. Thank Welcome you to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, we also have sitting next to our co-host Kathy is J.P. Purnell. Your official name is Jason, but everybody yes. knows you as J.P. Everyone calls me J.P. Everyone right. calls yeah. me J.P. So, J.P., you're a chamber member. You're, you know, a couple of years now uh, since you've opened up X-Golf in Woodhaven, you are, have been a member of the chamber. And uh, it says that 
Well, actually, you know what? It says you've opened X-Golf in Woodhaven last March. I did. But it seems like you guys are such an established part of the community. It seems like you've been there longer, but it was last March. It was. We started yeah. in 2020 and then obviously building a business through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, there were a couple of delays, but we got open and love serving the community. That's all. And we love having you, JP. Yeah, it's, absolutely. You know, we, we did a networking event there with the Chamber, um, yes. I guess a few months ago, It's probably last fall. Uh, and that was so much fun. The golf simulators, and, and there was even a simulator for kids. If you want to bring your kids, I think there Correct. was like a putt-putt yep. golf option, um, which was pretty exciting. So you are an avid golfer, three-year golf league commissioner, and a member of X-Golf America, X-League, and tournament committee. You're the proud father of three boys who are all young golfers. Yes. Do I have that all correct? You do. You do. Absolutely. Excellent. It's good to have you, JP. Thank Welcome you. Good to, to be here. the uh, podcast. So next we have uh, Alec Grant, Alec uh, with the city of Taylor. And Alec, you are the assistant director of golf at Lakes of Taylor. Correct. Is yep. it golf club? Lakes, golf yeah, club? Lakes of Taylor yeah. Golf Club in Taylor yep. Meadows. So you grew up downriver. You live in Trenton uh, with your wife and two sons. You're a PGA professional and a graduate of First State University's professional golf management program. Sounds pretty fancy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm very proud of the uh, PGA certification and mm -hmm. um, I can say nothing but good things about Fair State's program and loved my time up there and mm -hmm. um, love the internship program. It gives you a lot of good experience um, and education to, to become a golf professional. Mm -hmm. How do you become a PGA professional? Um, well, there's you can do the university route, so um, you can go to school, and basically it's, it's getting your bachelor's degree while getting your certification from mm -hmm. the PGA. Okay. Um, but that's not the only route. You can just strictly go to P getting certified as a PGA golf professional. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of seminars involved with that, and then um, a playing ability test where you uh, play 36 holes and <laughs> consecutively and have to shoot a target score for the day and. Um, it's quite the test when you know you're not trying to compete. You're just playing right. against a number all day long. So That's amazing. So that's the first time I've heard that somebody tell me that you have to play a game to get a certification, professional certification. And, well, in this case, you know, I don't, a lot of people are probably really insulted that I just said, said it that way, right? Because golf is you know, very serious, a very serious uh, you know, profession. Am I, am I Yes, am I and, yeah. but, you know, um, you know, not to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's something that really should be required uh, for a yeah. PGA member. It's, I yeah. mean, it's obviously a feather in your cap to be a really good player, but mm -hmm. I've also worked with a number of great people who um, weren't as good a golfer that will really struggle to pass that test. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always think back to a gentleman I worked with down in Florida um, who had a birth defect mm -hmm. and was could only golf with one arm. So mm -hmm. oh, um, wow. it became a pretty famous story that he wasn't able to get his PGA certification. Um, mm -hmm. I know I couldn't shoot anything less than 150 if I was playing with one arm yeah. for 18 holes of golf. And um, ultimately he did get his PGA certification. So hats off yeah. to them. But yeah, um, that's amazing, Alec. And uh, it, it's funny because I um, it, that, that reminds me about a week ago, I saw in the news, it was a story about a young, I think it was a young lady who had hit a home run with one arm. She was a one arm uh, or she only had one arm, rather. And uh, did anybody else see that? I think yes. Jan, you're shaking her yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that. It was pretty amazing. Awesome. But Alec, it's great to have you on the podcast yeah. today. And we could probably go down a rabbit hole as you <laughs> mentioned in, in that discussion. So great to have you, Alec. Next, we have Mike Kettler, uh, who I, I've had the uh, pleasure to work with on a few different things over the years. So Mike, it's great to have you. And Mike, you are the director of golf at Riverview Highlands. 
uh, who is uh, definitely one of our premier golf courses downriver. And uh, like Alec, you're a long, long, uh, lifelong rather, downriver resident who grew up in Trenton. Oh, seeing a theme here. My a golf pro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and a Kathy from Trenton. <laughs> so you played golf at Riverview Highlands during, uh, or, or rather uh, in high school on the, on the, on the varsity team. Correct. Is that correct? That's, that's correct. That's great. And you and your wife reside in Plymouth. So you decided to leave us, but you'll be back one day. Well, I'm, I'm here every day. So here every day. <laughs> my <laughs> wife uh, works in Ann Arbor, so that was kind of middle for us. Yeah, there you go. So you're in Plymouth Township. Currently, you have two young daughters, and you have been on staff at Riverview Highlands Golf Course for over 24 years, starting as the cart attendant to the operations manager. And for the past seven years, you've been serving as director of golf. Correct. That's Quite a uh, career. Yeah, yeah. I, I left for a full-time job after college, but couldn't leave. So ah. I, I remember Alec as a kid playing golf. And <laughs> he was the but, one. I, they had to watch out for me yeah. back in those days. Whenever I heard Grant was on uh, the course, we had to go out there. But like, like Alec went through the college uh, route, I went through the PGA route. So I went down to Florida and got certified. Wow. So, yeah. so they sent the troublemaker to Lakes of Taylor, huh? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so Mike, you're a graduate of Eastern Michigan, mm -hmm. um, and you were elected as a Class A member of the golf or rather the Pro Golf Association of America in 2017. That sounds pretty impressive. Can you tell us about that? Uh, well, like, like Alec was touching on, there's two mm -hmm. routes. He went college route. Mm -hmm. I had a marketing degree, so I just had a business degree, you know, half my adult life. Yeah. So yeah. I decided uh, if I was going to stay in the golf business to go get certified. So I went Good. through the PGA and I had to do the player's test. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I got to do it in two and a half years because I had so much experience. Most yeah. people can't do it in less than three, so yeah, um, yeah. I kind of uh, expedited it. Good for and, you, Mike. Uh, got yeah. certified, so yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you uh, put on a phenomenal golf mm -hmm. outing. Thank the you. The Riverview yes. Highlands yep. annual golf outing. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, our Invitational is uh, more of a corporate style event. Mm -hmm. um, we work with the Landfill, Land Preserve, and um, yeah, we just host. It's one of those pay money and it's all you mm. can eat and drink on the golf course and yep, yep. we raise a lot of money that um, supports all of our capital improvements we've been doing at the course the last yeah. couple years. Very cool and yeah. I was there uh, I was with Jim Edelman from mm -hmm. Under the Radar Michigan and uh, we experienced that all you can drink and uh, you know, <laughs> all that uh, you know the barbecue and all those great yeah, things. Yeah we had so. some good we had some good food catered by uh, secret <laughs> recipes so it was, it was a nice day. You know it's always funny when uh, on the golf course when you go to a tournament like that and it's you know, it's, you know, all you can drink. And somebody says, hey, let me buy you a round. And uh -huh. it's like, okay, you know, I wasn't born yesterday. Tipping, that right. means you're tipping the cart, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great to have you, Mike. Thank you. Thanks it's good for to be being here. here. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and dive right into this panel discussion. I, I think we have a lot of exciting things to talk about as we focus on Michigan's southeast Gulf Coast. I got it right that time. So, uh, so Kathy, I'm going to go ahead and let you start, kind of kick things off as our co-host, if you'd like to... You know, kick us it off into an <laughs> awesome discussion. It's great if I would know these things before, but this is great. Okay, so let's talk first to Jan about these two fine Metro Park courses that we're so fortunate to have in the Downriver area. Lake Erie course is located on the grounds of Lake Erie Metro Park and is a part 72 course. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's surrounded by natural wetlands, bunkered fairways, 20 acres of ponds, all in a gently rolling course package that's an ideal value and challenge for golfers of all abilities. Then there's a long, narrow, tree-lined fairway at Willow, at Willow Park Metro, just east of 275 on Huron River Drive, right? 
Um, this one has the reputation for testing skills with water. I think that's the one I was, <laughs> I lost about about 10. Um, on water on nine of its 18 holes and um, sh they're sharp dog legs. Can you tell me what a dog leg is? Because yeah. I don't know. Go straight and then dog legs. Go to, oh, to go, right. goes really, yeah, oh, oh, I was, I was on there, <laughs> there but I didn't know there was a name for it. Okay, <laughs> so this, that makes that par 71 course a memorable experience for sure. So tell us why both fine courses, Jan, um, are excellent destinations for daycation golfers. I think you just said it all, didn't you? <laughs> no, 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 we want to hear more, we want to hear more. <laughs> First of all, thanks for having me. Um, both of our courses are um, beautiful. They are, you know, back to nature, beautiful um, courses. Uh, best part is they're both very accessible from uh, the highway, 275, 75 for Lake Erie, 275 for Willow. Um, the, we are very um, fair priced. Um, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not gonna, break the bank to golf either one of our courses. Um, and if you're real brave, you can play both in the same day, play Lake Erie in the morning and we're close enough to play Willow in the afternoon. Uh, we have um, uh, at Lake Erie, I, I, I know you have golf there and I'm getting JP to I golf will be there. there. <laughs> I will be golfing Lake Erie. That was our pre-discussion. There you go. He's coming to see us. Um, it is, um, it's not un, unusual to to tee off on 10 and have a mama deer and her babies on the green waiting for you when you get there, or on 12 to have a bald eagle fly over and land in the nest that we've had there for years. Um, it is, it's just a beautiful, beautiful course. Um, I, I was telling JP earlier that um, the best part is because he's never been there, I said, you know, we do a lot of outings and a lot of leagues, but and, and an outing to have a person that has never golfed at Lake Erie come in at the turn and say, oh my God, this is like a hidden treasure. We, we didn't even know it was here and we'll, we can't wait to come back. And then, so those words are like music to your ears, you know, and Willow's golf course is, you know, narrow and beautiful and they have an awesome practice facility there with a chipping and putting and driving range. Um, so they, that's, you know, to brush up on your game, it's a great facility to do that. Um, we do have, um, like I said, a lot of leagues and a lot of outings at, at Lake Erie, um, but we are uh, very fortunate that we have at both facilities, great staffs and, you know, we are, I, I love what I do. I'm, I'm very fortunate, I love what I do, so. You can tell, definitely, I, for I sure. <laughs> now, what, what, what uh, course would you say would it be more like for beginner level? Or is it not well, beginner level I mean, at all there? Would I you, think Lake Erie's a little bit wider. Okay. Um, Willow is a little bit tighter. tighter yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, they're, I mean, Either they're both one. challenging. They're both challenging. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of water on both courses, a lot of sand on both courses. Um, but it is. Uh, I mean, both of them are are very pretty courses. And even if you can't golf like and me, even if you it's can't, beautiful, like, right? And, and <laughs> so. like I said to them earlier, I'm like, before I worked for the Metro Parks, I golfed both both courses all the time. Like I would, I golfed a lot. Since I work for them, I don't have time to golf. Right. It's like, well, when did you golf last? Um, last summer, I, you know. <laughs> so, put it on your calendar. I know, I know. So. And everyone out there too. Yeah, exactly. So.
<laughs> so, <laughs> Ron, did you want to take the next one? Yeah, right. Jan, that's great. And I, I, I love the Metro Park golf courses. Um, JP, I, I, I love the Metro Park golf yes. courses. So we're going to see you soon. Yes, <laughs> and I have played Willow. I love that course. Yes. So we're, uh, we're going to find out what other golf courses you haven't golfed at and pick on you more. Sure. <laughs> um, so thanks, Jan. We appreciate that. And we'll, we'll get back to you here in a, in a, in a little bit. But uh, we're going to go ahead and focus on Taylor now because Taylor is home to um, some beautiful courses, as Alec will tell us here in a moment. And uh, Kathy, you can, you know, I gave you that first question because uh, looking at our notes here, it's like you know, our introduction, the introduction to our question is answering the question. So I thought I'll let Kathy be the, the one that's embarrassed rather than me, right? <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to, um, I'm going to try to introduce this question to Alec about um, the Taylor golf courses without answering the questions for you. Uh, <laughs> but Taylor is home to two outstanding Arthur Hills design courses, who was one of the world's top golf architects. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I think a lot of people probably think like, okay, what what does that mean? Like, what how, you know, tell, do you know much about Arthur Hills and what an Arthur Hills design course looks like and, and what would it mean to a professional golfer? Arthur Hills, yeah, so he's got his stamp on courses all over the country mm-hmm. and, um, he, his his golf course are you know like Lakes of Taylor is very much stadium style, big fairways, big greens, and a lot of like rolling terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're excited to say that we've kind of gone back to that original design, like changing up some of the mowing patterns. So it's a lot of oh, wow. uh, like little collection areas, and yeah. um, it, it, his designs kind of encourage a lot of different shot making mm-hmm. and um, a lot of creativity and twists and turns and undulation on the golf courses, but. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate to have two of them in the city of Taylor, and they're they're both um, wonderful, wonderful golf courses. And mm-hmm. um, our team, uh, we partner with Brightview uh, Management Company, yeah. and they maintain both golf courses, and yeah. they both do a very good job um, yeah. keeping up up to date and looking yeah. good. So it's amazing to think how critical you know the mowing patterns and things like that are to the keeping the golf course beautiful and, and a destination where golfers want to visit and, you know, experience a great day of golf. Um, and, and just, you know, it's interesting to think about the architecture and the design work and everything that goes into making a golf course that one unique experience, you know, for golfers. And uh, you know, that's probably why you have the PGA certification and, you're, you know, the studied many years in, in, in golfing to make those kinds of things happen. But both Lakes of Taylor and Taylor Meadows are recognized in many publications for being a best of the best and affectionately referred to as works of art. So going into what we just talked about. Lakes of Taylor has a beautiful layout that's spread out over 300 acres of forest area and wetlands. Just, it's gorgeous. I've been there several times and I love it there. It's known as a player friendly course with large fairways and greens, but it, it, but it share, uh, its share of hazards and uh, undulation on the putting surfaces. Um, so that's, that, that's pretty unique to, I think Lakes of Taylor is probably considered one of the most challenging courses in our area. And I know a lot of organizations and pros that, that go there and I talk to on, uh, you know, frequently will say it's a beautiful course and it's a perfect place for us to do our outing because when people come there, they love the atmosphere, they love you know, the, the beautiful design of the course, but they feel like it's a challenge. Can you talk about that? 
Yeah, the the court Lakes of Taylor is really a good um, championship golf course. Uh -huh. We host a lot of. We had the high school regional this year, and it was a great test for those boys. Um, and I mean, the golf course can tip out at about seventy one hundred yards. And um, just to give the public an idea, like we we wouldn't we don't put our back tees in just because we want to discourage people from going back there. Right. And I. I I've got no pride. I don't mind saying that a lot of times the people I'm golfing with, I play the white tees and it's still a good <laughs> challenge from there. <laughs> sure. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it's, 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 it's very natural of the design. It just kind of fits the property really well. It's on 300, like you said, 300 plus acres, yep. 324. Um, and it, it's just, it's unique to the area. You don't really see golf courses these days that are like, they're, they're just built on a huge piece of property. Um, our Taylor Meadows course, on the other hand, is on 90 acres. Yeah. Um, but it was really nice to have two very unique different golf courses. And, um, you know, again, Arthur Hills did a great job designing yeah. them. And it's yeah. interesting they have, you know, Arthur Hills is, is since passed, but um, his team of architects now basically follow what he's always done and have a great, you know, um, uh, Steve Forrest is a gentleman we're working with on doing our renovations. Mm -hmm. He's been his right-hand man for like over 25 years. And it's kind of like a, an extension of Arthur Hill's brain basically. Yeah. And just to hear those guys talk about architecture, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that like totally impresses me when I go to Lakes of Taylor is the beautiful clubhouse that's there. It's, it's a large clubhouse, I think two stories? Correct. You have a great restaurant. I go there for business meetings all the time. And can you tell us a little bit about the practice facilities, the restaurant, and the clubhouse, and what, what kind of um, you know opportunities are there for not just golfers, but even if you you know want to go there for lunch or dinner, that's available, correct? Yeah, and you've got fantastic views upstairs. Mm. It's, it's oh, yeah. basically Absolutely. 270 degrees that you can mm. sit outside and look out on the 18th hole, mm -hmm. um, look out on the, on the ninth hole there, and mm. 10th tee, first tee. So it's, it's just good, a good panorama view. Um, a lot of people don't realize too that down um, on the main level we have a, a location called the terrace that's got a real nice water feature mm. um, it, it gives us a lot of flexibility to host really nice size events um, upstairs have big golf outings mm. um, but and then the practice facility we've got a great driving range um, and i don't want to say this too loudly but there's mm. a little area off to the left side of the ninth uh the ninth hole that's a little short game area you can hit up to 80 yard shots but that's a little my secret getaway to work on my uh, game and so we'll and, make sure when we uh, air this podcast we'll turn that that little spot we'll turn the volume up well so we'll make sure everybody just heard the secret alex's secret yeah alex and taylor so yeah there'll be 100 people down there next week <laughs> well i gotta find a new spot right. so thank you oh uh, so sorry about that. But that that's what we do we promote and and we'll make sure we promote your secret spot so <laughs> so thanks alec I, I i really i mean truly mean it lakes of taylor is such a beautiful course and and i'm not as familiar with taylor meadows but i do know a lot of people that golf there as well and and it's it's a phenomenal golf club as well you know uh we have our city championship coming up this weekend yeah. and if you ask most of the players it's interesting they think mm. that taylor meadows on that day is the tougher test of golf which interesting um i haven't been able to play in the city championship for mm. obvious reasons um but yeah they get those greens going really quick out there yeah. and a lot of guys you see the scoring average is actually higher at taylor mm. meadows which is quite surprising it's it's just a 
a much tighter layout. Yeah. Um, the whole, it's definitely shorter, but the green, you know, smaller greens that can get rolling pretty quick yeah. and uh, ends up being a pretty good test of golf. And everyone thinks, yeah. okay, Lakes to Taylor is a tougher one, but mm. the scoring average would, would say otherwise. Yeah, yeah, interesting. That that's. Yeah, I haven't heard that, so I'm glad you brought that up on the podcast. That's uh, pretty interesting. Thanks, Alec. So, Kathy, I'll let you... Uh, no, I'm going to let you take, take on this question with Mike because I think it's really awkward when, um, like, sitting right next to Mike. <laughs> and it's like, Hi, Mike. <laughs> so I'm going to let Kathy on the All other right. side of the room you know, address Mike. How's that sound? That sounds good. Okay. Good. Mike, Mike, Mike is with Riverview Highlands, um, which has been referred by some golf writers as a 27 holes of golf at its finest. The course... Courses are challenging, yet suitable for all ability levels by most descriptions. This one was also designed by yet another well-known architect, Jerry Matthews. So do you know anything more about Jerry Matthews? Uh, he's, he's done a lot of work in the area. Okay. He also did our practice facility oh, very in, good. Uh, in 2000 as well. So. Okay, great. So you also feature bent grass tea areas. Tell me about that. What is? It's just the, the kind of grass, there's different um, different types grass of grass, types, okay. depending on where you are in the country. Yep. All right, and mm. challenging um, par threes, and it features a hundred yard putting, a driving range, and a course with mildly rolling terrain, mature trees, plentiful water hazards, and I know that for a fact, <laughs> and strategic bunkering that can make for interesting golf experience. And I know I grew up in Riverview, those geese are everywhere too. It seems like I don't know what you yeah. do to get them away. But so they, you have mature they, trees and immature geese. Yeah, so pretty much. <laughs> our, our members chase them away with golf carts now. Oh, is that what they do now? Okay. So, what, what else should we know about playing the review? Um, well, there's a couple things. I know, um, you know, the last four years we've been very, very busy over there doing upgrades to the course. You know, part of the outing we talked about earlier was part of that. You know, we've redone some uh, cart path work. We we redesigned the bunkers in-house. Um, we upgraded our irrigation system, building. Uh, so we've the landscaping around. We've done we've done a lot of work in the last couple of years, and you know it's brought back a lot of the players. So if you haven't played Riverview in a while, you know the greens uh, we've been told are the best in the area right now. Mm -hmm. No offense to yeah, did you hear that, else. Alec? Yeah, but, uh, hey Jan, you know, we, yeah, Riverview we, uh, Highlands has you know, the best greens. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor has more undulation than we do. We're, we're, pretty, we're a little more flat than they are, but, they're, uh, but no, we've uh, our, we have a new superintendent from a couple years ago. We hired, and we've uh, he's done a phenomenal job over there. And we've just been busy, and we've even opened an indoor practice facility um, three years ago, right before the pandemic, and that's been successful. We've also been able to hire um, someone to give lessons. So we have two people. We have an indoor. It's located in the loft of the golf course above the pro shop. So. We're uh, pro golf closing last year in Southgate. We're now customizing golf clubs. So we've really become kind of a sur full service club that you would expect at a country club, but at uh, you know daily public fee rate. Excellent, and I, I hear, I don't know if this is for public knowledge, but, but the Sportsman's Den that operates on your facility, is that still up for sale? Um, so, I heard it is. They're okay, a separate so business from us, so I'm not separate. really sure what's going so on there. If they want to get involved, that's yeah, what I understand. Yeah, there's a uh, the restaurant about about that, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're still open. They're still they're Oh, they are. That's, okay, that was my yep, other question, they're still too. open, Very but good. we're okay. we're city-owned golf course, whereas yes. that's a privately-owned restaurant. Gotcha. Okay, so, Ron? Yeah, that's that's interesting, because I know for a long time there's been that partnership between a small business owner, a family, the Orlando family, 
um, and then the city operating it. Because a lot of people, then when they go there, they probably look at it and they assume it's all one facility, but yeah. it's actually two separate. If, if you're a golfer, you call the restaurant the Highlands. If you're not a golfer, <laughs> the golf course is the you know, sportsman's. But, you know, yeah. we try to work together on something. You know, it's challenging, obviously, with schedule mm-hmm. conflicts and they have weddings. Yeah. But we have outings. We try to work with them. They try right. to book. You know, they have a banquet hall, so we try to work with them. So mm-hmm. our our golfers can go over there and yeah. you know so we try to you know it's a little challenge at times but yeah. you know we try to work with them and make it work yeah and and you know the one thing that's um you know, riverview highlands is very unique because you do work next to the lamp preserve correct and there's that that partnership mm-hmm. and it kind of you know can you talk a little bit about that and how is, i mean our it, our practice facility we opened in 2000 uh-huh. has you know we talked about it has a 100 yard putting green we have two different tiers of driving range that's where our practice facility was built on. So it's, okay. a, cl- it's a closed portion yeah. of the landfill. Yeah. And yeah. we have three practice holes. Uh, so our practice holes is just, if you only have a half hour, 45 yeah. minutes of time, you can, it's a par four and two par threes. And yeah. you know, we have a junior successful junior program we were discussing earlier mm. that uses it, which um, mm-hmm. you know really makes it, mm-hmm. uh, it's really attractive to a lot of people just for practicing. Yeah. You hit a bucket of balls, go play three holes. And yeah. you, know, you don't have to take up a whole bunch of your time to play nine or 18 right. holes. Yeah, and, and it's pretty, you know, it's, it's interesting in the winter, I know a lot of people will go sledding down that hill. Yep. So do they actually, from the preserve area on the top of the hill, do they slide down into the practice facility or uh, yeah, how does we, that work? Yeah, we close the range in the winter, obviously. Oh, we can't, I, oh, we yeah. can't pick golf balls outside, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, they have, uh, they slide down the hill towards Sibley Road. Yeah. Kind of going north yep. off the facility, but and, it's sled at your own risk. We just put up signs. Yeah. And, <laughs> You know, try Sledding to, at your yeah. own risk, right? Yeah, we don't, yeah. we don't, we're not up there. You know, it's free, obviously. So if you get enough snow, uh, go ahead and yeah. go up there. Yeah. Go ahead and try it's, it. It's a fun yeah. walk up that hill, let me tell you. Yeah. So tell, <laughs> you guys just recently opened up a beautiful indoor practice facility. Correct. Um, on the second floor, I believe, of yep, the clubhouse. Yep, it's right above yeah. the clubhouse. Yeah. We put in a uh, putting green that has six cups. Mm-hmm. We put, we have bought actual grass that most of the top universities mm-hmm. in the uh, country actually. Royal McIlroy has the same putting green in his backyard that we have so interesting you wow. can actually put a ball into a hole indoors which yeah. you don't find very often at places right you know, you're usually just hitting into a screen so we don't have a simulator like x golf does but we have nets <laughs> that you can hit into so we're, we're a little cheaper it's only ten dollars an hour to yeah. hit balls so you get to practice all year round and you know a lot of people before they go to florida in the winter time will will come and get some swings in before heading down that's awesome yeah, yeah. it's a beautiful facility thanks and uh, um, yeah, if you haven't been there we actually yeah. we give private lessons in there and yeah. we're fitting golf clubs so it's personalized yeah. we do have a screen in there for you know if you want to pay for that mm. service to get fitted uh we fit all major brands now mm-hmm. so a lot of people don't realize that very cool thanks Mike. yeah thank you yeah so I, I think this is a good time to jump over to x golf and talk about sure. the beautiful phenomenal uh, simulators that you guys have because it really you know a lot of people don't realize that we have X golf in the down river region and and it truly is a great partnership I think between the golf courses you know actually going out and experiencing a day of golf on the golf courses and at the clubs and you know the in and so forth and then actually going indoors to a beautiful facility like yours JP well, thank you, yeah. at uh, X golf and experiencing the simulators which is like it's really like real life golf. I, I've seen it. We did a networking event, as I mentioned earlier, at, with the chamber, and so I think I'll take this one. So, Kat, you know, similar to me and Mike, Kathy's sitting right next to JP. Yeah, absolutely. We don't want to make it aw- awkward. <laughs> so, so uh, JP at X Golf. We introduced you a few moments ago. Uh, JP is the owner of X Golf in Woodhaven, and it truly is our area's go-to golf simulator. The sophisticated engineering and convergence of laser light cameras 
and sensory technologies create an incredible training experience. The computing power and custom-built 3D technology graphics are helping golfers track everything from uh, trajectory to impact zone power and ball velocity to help improve and teach a sport that many of us feel impossible to master. So uh, you can write the check too because I just did a awesome commercial for you. (laughs) (laughs) But tell us more about the technology because it, as I mentioned a moment ago, it truly is amazing. Absolutely. So uh, obviously Mike and Alec can speak to this and uh, there's a lot of esoteric terminology like apex and you know, are you a negative degree when you're coming through with your irons? But we literally read 6,000 points of information in a fraction of a second. Um, and then unlike other simulators, you get real continuous ball speed. So as you hit the ball, it actually takes off right from that point. So, um, you know, I think uh, X-Golf in their state-of-the-art simulators, there's nothing like it on the market. And, and the big thing that stands out for us uh, is short game, right? So you were saying not a lot of putting inside, not a lot of chipping inside. Golfers have missed that for years. Uh, and if you come play at our simulators, you'll mm-hmm. see that that putting feel, that chipping feel is very accurate. Even for high lofted wedges, you can hit shots up, you can scroll it across the ground. It's going to read both. Um, and so that's part of, you know, I think what the big draw is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the real reason that we created X-Golf was to give the community that year-round excitement. We mm-hmm. endorse outdoor golfing. We want all of our league players in the winter to go outside, shoot low scores, impress their friends at outings. <laughs> um, and they yeah. can come, you know, train and or practice Or experience the amazing greens, the best greens in the world. Yeah, it's right. the best <laughs> greens in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they can, they can prepare for that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was the big thing, making sure that, you know, when, when people go out into these outings or with their friends, that they're able to perform a little bit better. Um, but we also understand, understand there's an introductory side as well. So we wanted kids, new players, to be able to come in and practice comfortably without worrying about holding up a round or yep. losing a ton of golf balls, things like that. That's a really great point, JP, because a lot of times when, you, you know, when you're in a golf outing or something, you feel the pressure of the foursome behind you, right? Yeah. But when you're at X-Golf, you don't have that. You, no. you can go at your own pace and truly enjoy and, and, you know, the golfing and, and you know, practice your swing and things like that. But one thing I wanna mention, um, and you may have already mentioned this, is that uh, with a simulator, you can actually play at very well-known courses. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, you know, and I'm trying to think, there's the, the one in Scotland, and I just can't, I mean, St. Andrews. St. Andrews. Our they, new yeah, St. Yes. Andrews, it, it's here in my notes, St. Andrews. <laughs> um, but you can actually, can you play at St. Andrews at yes. X-Golf in Woodhaven? All 18 holes, <laughs> all, how many bunkers are there? That's Couple amazing. Hundred, yeah. See, um, that is incredible. Tell and us And it is our most that. difficult course by far. You know, yeah. we recommend uh, either be a good golfer or book a little bit longer time. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, a heck of a course to get through. Mm. Uh, very long as well. So I think there's a almost, I don't know, 270-yard par 3 on there. And yeah. A 640-yard uh, par five, so it's a very, very difficult and challenging mm-hmm. course. Um, but you know, here in southeastern Michigan, you might not have the opportunity to go over and play St. Andrews, so you sure. can come into X Golf and play yeah. it year round. You know, that is so incredible to me, just mind blowing. You can go to X Golf on West Road at Allen in the city of Woodhaven, next to Rep Up Fun, another yep. amazing <laughs> chamber member, the Johnson family. A big shout out to them. Um, but you can go to X Golf in Woodhaven and you can golf on St. Andrews course in yes. Scotland with these breathtaking realistic simulators that you have. I just wanted to repeat that because I, 
I'm just like totally blown away. And I don't know if, if, if it's just me or if anybody else thinks that's impressive. Because <laughs> I'm totally it, impressed. It, it, it saves you a lot on airfare. It does, it does. <laughs> and, and you know, courses like Pebble Beach or Oakmont are courses yeah. that we love to watch on TV or uh, They're right that, there. that may be private yeah. are actually open to, to everyone. That's or you can so do the, cool. the Pirate Islander, I think it was, the right? Pirate yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I'm really good yeah. at that. Yeah, and I'm really yeah. sorry about that um, shot that I did on the ceiling. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, we, we got 25 foot ceilings. No one yeah. Seen. Well, one thing I, I uh, was talking to you earlier is that you can actually, you can, it's a family experience. You bring the kids. Correct. And you have putt-putt golf simulators or, or, or children's so, versions? So they can yeah. practice putting, uh, uh -huh. but there is... Uh, themes, different themes. Yeah, the, there's a, a kid's course and it's got uh -huh. treasure and... Monkeys. monkeys and you're wow. in the jungle <laughs> um, and it's really fun because again you know if, if you bring a let's say a seven or eight year old who's never played golf and you put them on Pebble Beach they might not have the same experience right, right? right. so you want to <laughs> make something fun and challenging for them and, yep. and I think that's what we do uh, really differently is we take the entire mm -hmm. spectrum of golf uh, from you know really high level training and and being able to get fitted all the way to the recreational side of just yeah. hey let's just go have a good time who cares what we shoot have a couple of drinks, some mm -hmm. food, watch some TV, and, yeah. and play golf. So tell us more. I know you have a bar. Uh, yes. Tell us about your, your food and drink options. And, and Absolutely. It, I think you host parties and private events. We do. We do. And that's one thing that, for me, uh, it's kind of selfishly. I wanted the recreation side mm -hmm. uh, more than the business side, which is mm -hmm. we can bring golf outings in year-round. So obviously you want to get to Lakes of Taylor, you want to get down to Willow and the Metro Parks and, and We're gonna get, get out you there to the Metro Parks. in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> but, but as you guys did uh, your networking event, you know, we can host uh, up to 50 people mm -hmm. indoors any mm -hmm. time of the year. Um, and we do have full, boot, uh, full food, beverage, uh, we have catering as well. So mm -hmm. anything that you want, you can pretty much get there. That's great. And, and it's, it's perfect that you're located right next to Rev Up Fun because I'm sure it's yes. a great partnership, isn't it, with the Johnson Absolutely. family? Absolutely. Sometimes the yeah. dad will sneak away from a birthday party and yeah. hang out and just, <laughs> yeah. just sit at our bar and watch a little golf, yeah. watch the people hit for a while and go back over. So a lot. it's interesting you say that because um, that's what, when we had our networking event, we, we do a networking event, obviously, with you guys, and we do one with Rev Up Fun. And for both of those, I'll see like members of our business owners that will sneak outside and go next door and then come back and kind of like take advantage of both of them being yes. next to each other. Absolutely. Uh, that's, and I remember the Johnson family, they were so excited when you moved in and opened up X-Golf. They're it's a phenomenal It's a huge partner. addition yep. to our community. Um, and then I'm just curious, do, do you have any trainers that maybe will, would help people with their, with their swing at X-Golf? So absolutely, like that? and that's part of that full spectrum of golf. Uh -huh. uh, we do have a PGA pro, Marlon right. Giese, uh, who uh, gives lessons uh, year round. And uh, really a lot of our golfers have come in and it, it translates really, really well. They go outside and they go, wow, these things are working. And uh, because of the realistic simulation yeah. uh, and the, the trajectory and being yeah. able to work on their shots, we also use V1 sports software. So they've got the muscle memory. They can look at a camera and see themselves mm -hmm. and really fine tune their game, uh, game over time. That's amazing. Um, what, a, what an experience. It's kind of like the adult version of Chuck E. Cheese, right? You know, it's, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's Very much so. yeah, where everybody wants to go. <laughs> yeah, and then when they, when they swing, they actually will swing and hit the ball. Absolutely. And does it hit a net or how does it, how do, how do you so, so we have set uh, up? high definition screens. Uh -huh. So everything's projected. They're 16 feet wide. They're huge. Mm -hmm. um, I like to set it to panoramic. So it looks like you're outside um, or you can set it to a very narrow focus. So you don't see those trees on both sides. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it's, yeah. Uh, we host leagues there as well. So in the winter time. Yeah. 
So yeah, very realistic. That's awesome, JP. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. I, Thank I, you guys for having yeah, me. I, I love XGolf and so so excited you guys are members of the chamber. And uh, it was, you know, I was really excited to have this conversation and learn more about, you know, the secret behind the success there. Absolutely. Um, but we're going to get you at the Metro Parks. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and Jan, yeah. I do want to ask you, because one thing that um, we didn't touch on is that it's the Metro Parks, you do host golf outings. Absolutely. Um, and that's one thing that you do in your position. And so there is an opportunity to, you know, to host a golf outing there, bring in food and Absolutely. beverages. Can you tell us more about that? Um, we we actually I got several phone calls yesterday. We are so booked for our outings this year, which is awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, we, we do, you know, smaller, um, obviously 30, 40 people, but we tend to do between 100 and 144 on average. And we're usually booked a lot of Saturdays and Sundays throughout from like May through October. Yeah. We do yeah. and, and um, we do a lot of our outings in September and October, which th when I first started, I would say that the majority of our outings were like June, July and August. And I think people are just like in the summer fun area of let's start starting in the fall. And we do a mm -hmm. lot of um, a lot of sport, like, you know, baseball teams, ho soccer teams, hockey mm -hmm. teams. So I think all those people are really busy in the summer, so we host a lot in the fall. Yeah. Um, we used to do full service food with our outings um, pre-pandemic. Um, we did a lot of steak, uh, taco bars, um, uh, brats and burgers. Mm -hmm. um, since the pandemic, uh, we really have not done any uh, food. We still do lunch at the turn, obviously. Right. But yeah. we don't do any dinners anymore. Okay. Um, yeah. But, but, it, but it the, is, we are. Yeah. We we host a lot of outings, which oh, is awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, and the other thing is, um, you know, one thing we haven't touched on, and I, all these things are coming to my mind, that autumn golf is really big. I mean, it, people love huge. golfing in, in October, yeah. at the end of September. You know, it's 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 always iffy when you get to like right. mid October and you're like, is it going to snow? <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. but we we have been very fortunate the last few years that we've had pretty nice fall and it's mm -hmm. I mean the weather has been very cooperative. And, yeah, and we've done a we've done a, a fair amount of outings and I I actually our September is completely booked and our Amazing. October is pretty book that's amazing so it, it yeah. is great i'm curious what all of all of you our panelists do um or our uh, golf course panelists do you guys host nine hole like executive level type outings or like you know a lot of people they want to get in and get out and they don't have time for the you know the full 18 hole experience do you guys host nine hole outings as well or yeah we uh yeah. we only do a few nine holes mm -hmm. most of ours are 18 mm -hmm. um but i think we're having you guys out next month we're doing a nine hole. Yeah, we do. We do do nine <laughs> holes, but only a couple a year. We and we have a lot of leagues at our core. I think we have thirty-seven leagues at our core just during the week. Oh, that's so yeah, we that's get amazing. Lot, we yeah. get a lot of that, but you yeah. know, even when we do have uh, outings on the weekends, we always we have a third nine, mm. so we always have an opportunity for people to play golf too. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, well, I will do a few as well. Mm. Um, I would say more times than not, it's like. Mm. Uh, corporate lunch meeting, mm -hmm. then add nine holes after. Yeah. Um, 
But most, most yeah. I'd say most, most tournaments are 18 holes. Uh, that's good. Yeah. How about you, Jan? Is I, Metro we Parks? don't. I mean, we don't. We've never had a request for one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, all of ours have been 18. I think mm. that we'd be happy to host a nine hole. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, and as Mike mentioned, we're doing one. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a full out outing. It's more no. of a casual thing. But the chamber, we're going to be at Riverview Highlands next month, yep. and uh, we have a morning networking event at at the clubhouse. Correct. And then we're doing a just kind of a casual nine hole uh, outing for for business owners yep. who were at the uh, networking event. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. So Kathy, what do you say we go through some of the other downriver golf courses and country clubs and so forth? And just like that, it's just Kathy and I, <laughs> Kathy Kane, my wonderful co-host today. So Kathy, what do you say we go through a list of some other amazing downriver golf courses and uh, country clubs? And uh, we'll do kind of a rapid fire session and talk about them. And because we have some amazing courses in addition to the ones we've already learned about. So let's begin with Wyandotte Shores Golf Course. It's a beautiful course, again, on the river, on the Detroit River. So Wyandotte Shores is a nine hole regulation course and features all the hallmarks of Michigan golf. Another link style course designed by Matthews and Associates. It's situated along the beautiful Detroit River. This course offers a pro shop and extensive concession area. Pretty exciting. Oh, I love Wyandotte. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, that was our um, pandemic golfing for our, our golf league. <laughs> <clears throat> it was fantastic. I just love mm -hmm. the last two holes. They're right on the yep. water. You can watch the boats go by, wave yeah. at them. Well, and, it, and if you're looking for like, you know, a quick nine hole outing, I mentioned in the podcast earlier about nine hole outings. It's a perfect location. It's beautiful right on the river. For sure. Mm -hmm. A little tight, a little tight in there. You got to watch the, yeah, <laughs> the right. airways. It's easy they, to hit the ball oh, into the it's, water. It's huh? just beautiful. <laughs> just beautiful. So why don't you take on yeah, the, and yeah. then, then we got Grozy Old Golf and Country Club. I mean, that place is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It was open in 1920. Um, and then the new golf course merged mm -hmm. with the established Country Club from to form Grozy Old Golf and Country Club that exists today. Yeah. Uh, this is a Donald Ross design that features uh, that are touted as the best greens in the area. Of course, we heard other places had the best <laughs> greens in the area. Um, with a course that is fair, extremely well maintained, and very challenging. And it's, for sure, yeah. um, but it's always fun to play. I know usually, yeah. thank God, they're usually scrambles that I'm in mm -hmm. <laughs> for, for the tournaments right. that I've played there because that yeah. is, is a challenging course. Yeah, JP, the manager, does a great job there. And we, the chamber, we host our annual golf outing, and we just had it a couple couple weeks ago. Uh, but Grozio Country Club is truly one of those gems in not just downriver, but I think all of Michigan. It's a beautiful course. For sure. Yep. So next we have the Woodside Meadows Golf Course on the other end of our Downriver region in Romulus. And Woodside Meadows uh, has been in operation since 1968. It's one of the most popular places downriver to tee it up. This 18-hole golf course, a par 68, is a relatively short undertaking at 5,774 yards from the furthest of, the, of two tees. The layout features four large ponds and two small ones. And before teeing off, players can warm up on the driving range. Pretty exciting. Yeah, and I know last time I golfed there, had a great fish dinner afterwards. They really have some uh, nice fish there. Yeah, it seems like one thing about golf out, golf courses is that they always have the best food yeah. and the best seafood. <laughs> For sure. And then there's um, Southwinds. So that one's in Southgate and it opened in 1977, and it's gained a reputation of providing a fun and affordable place to play golf, and that's for sure. I know my, my kids golf there growing mm -hmm. up. Yep. Um, the Southwinds has uh, 14 challenging par threes that average 160 yards, and the longest hole is 180 yards. 
the par fours are all dog legs. There's I that dog legs that today. again. Yeah. I learned about that today. <laughs> that allow the player to gamble. So it's a pretty tough one. Um, yeah. The greens at Southwinds are among the best downriver as well, oh. they say. Well, <laughs> interesting. Everybody's the best. <laughs> right. Everybody has the best greens. So now we have Water's Edge. Again, a, another Grozial uh, golf course. It's a nine-hole regulation municipal course that will challenge you while providing a relaxing, picturesque backdrop. Designed by Edwin, uh, Edward Heineman, the Water's Edge Golf Course opened in 1965. Test your accuracy and challenging, with challenging fairways, water hazards, and sand traps. That is so true. Every Wednesday, mm -hmm. you'll see me out there losing about 10 balls on that uh, last hole. The ninth <laughs> hole is the worst for me. I don't know why. Seems like you golfed almost all of these. <sighs> Not very well, but I, you know, it's all about the social game, right? Yeah. I've been there. It's fun. <laughs> So West Shore, which is uh, right down the street mm -hmm. from uh, Water's Edge, is an 18-hole private course. It's also lo located on Grozeal. We just had our uh, Rotary 601 um, golf tournament. Well, it's coming up actually uh -huh. in October. So oh, uh, exciting! Be there another it, yeah fall outing. Yeah, yep. and it's um, relatively flat, but it offers a, a bunch of challenges. Um, as one would expect from a country club, the course is first-rate condition. The course. Um, is par 71 at 6,623 yards from the back tees. And it was designed by George Ferry and opened in 1908. And I'm telling you, Amazing. in October, I can't wait to play because it's just mm -hmm. so beautiful with the trees and everything. It's yeah. just beautifully landscaped. Yeah. It's wonderful course. Wow, it's amazing. I think When you think about when the, some of these courses were open, 1908, I wonder what it was like golfing the course back in 1908. I'm sure the guys were dressed just like you. Yes, probably. Yeah, like, you know, the, the Downton Abbey suits yes. and all that. <laughs> so next we have Links at Gateway, which is another course in the amazing city of Romulus. And it's another Jerry Matthews design course. It's a championship-style layout that me measures just over 6,842 yards with forgiving bent grass fairways and large greens. So it's forgiving so that probably a place I would like to go. Uh, there are four sets of tees on each hole so that players of all skill and experience levels can maximize both the challenge and the enjoyment at Gateway. They want golfers to be challenged yet give them far greater chances for success than it may first appear. Gateway is an upscale public golf facility with private club conditions. You know, I thought I heard at one time that the Detroit Lions used to have outings or at Gateway. Oh, oh very well. Yeah, yeah. That, somebody heard, I heard I that, that at some point. The last point. time yeah. I was there was an, when I worked at the Ramada in the Romulus mm -hmm. um, okay. at the airport, so back in the 90s. Yeah. And I, I didn't play it, but I actually ran the beer cart, so that was kind of fun. I yeah. Was, I was young then. It's a beautiful course. <laughs> yeah. It is. And then we've got Westbourne uh, Golf and Country Club. It's in South Rockwood. Mm -hmm. It's got a distinguished history of one of the oldest golf courses in the region from 1910. Wow. And this beautiful facility uh, first opened in, in, that, in that year, and it spans over 200 acres. This open and forgiving 6,100-yard <laughs> layout plays as a par 72 and can be appreciated by players of all levels. Surrounded by mature trees and alive with wildlife nestled along the Huron River. Boy, it's, it's so true. I know I played a, I think it was a Children with Hair Loss fundraiser yeah, there. Yeah, yep. And um, so Westburn Golf and Country Club is a must-play course for anyone who really appreciates the traditions of time. I've played there. It's a beautiful course. Nice little clubhouse that they have there. 
And, uh, you know, I'm sure glad that uh, they have those mature trees as yeah. opposed to the immature trees. <laughs> but, Get the heck yeah. out of them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so though, we have some amazing courses, that, and you can, you can see why we call it a Michigan Southeast Golf Course after going through that list. There's truly phenomenal courses. Would, would you agree, It's quite Kathy? amazing, yeah, how yeah, many we have in this, in this little area, really. Yep. And there's qu quite a few to choose from, you know, yeah. for yeah. beginner level up to the very experience. So. Yeah, and, and that's why we call this area Destination Downriver. It's yep. truly a destination. All for golfers. Yep. <laughs> Kathy, it's been a, an amazing delight to co-host the podcast with you this month. And I hope you'll be back and maybe even take over at oh, one point. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I know you're <laughs> you doing. You do such a great before. job. Uh -huh. <laughs> I hire you, now you're trying to hire me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's been a blast. Thank you, Kathy Kane, my wonderful co-host from uh, Market Insights. And you happen to be the producer and the, the prese uh, presenting sponsor of our podcast as well. I also want to thank our, uh, well, our other amazing producer, Rich Williams, who does a phenomenal job with getting all this amazing information for us. Uh, with every podcast. And of course, I want to say a huge thank you to our sponsor, Allegra Print and Marketing, and our friend Greg at um, Allegra in Wyandotte. Be sure to support Allegra and uh, take advantage of all of their amazing marketing offers because that's where you go for marketing success. And I want to say a big thank you also to our partners here at the City of Taylor's Media Center on Goddard and they do a phenomenal job with, uh, with hosting us at the state-of-the-art facility, again, in the city of Taylor. So thank you to our amazing team here. So I wanna say thank you to you, our amazing uh, viewers, I can say now officially with the vodcast and also listeners, you make it happen and we appreciate all your support of the destination downriver region. And of course, I have to say the membership at the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, it's important for me to say that because I'm the president of the chamber. Thank you to our golf expert panel members. And I wanna remind you to visit Destination Downriver's website, www.destinationdownriver.com. You can find a lot of great information there, our recent podcast, under the recent Under the Radar Michigan videos that we've done uh, featuring the, uh, the incredible Destination Downriver region. You can explore trails and waterways and so much more, again, at destinationdownriver.com and of course visit Destination Downriver on Facebook where you can see a lot of the great things happening there as well. So next month's podcast we'll be discussing delicious dining discoveries in Downriver to talk about some of the cool spots you'll want to sample for outstanding selfie worthy, worthy eating experiences. So again my name is Ron and my co-host has been Kathy Kane. And I want to uh, thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next month on the Destination Downriver podcast. Have a great day.